listening to Psychology NCERT Class 11th and 12th with Dr. Kavita Bhargav. Hello friends. You are listening to Dr. Kavita Bhargav, India's leading psychotherapist. So after a long pause, I'm back again. Yeah, COVID changed the situations and many things changed in my life too like the change of the complete state from rajasthan i am in delhi ncr now yes it took some time for me to figure out when how to just sit with this podcast thing and complete it meanwhile i kept receiving so many messages from all of you to complete my podcast that kept my focus on to this thank you so much for being patiently waiting for the next episode and i'm glad to have finally started this venture all over again thank you once again dilse so in this episode of my podcast i'll be picking up chapter 3 of class 12th cbsc the chapter's name is meeting life challenges in this episode i'll be talking about nature types and sources of stress you'll be finding answers to questions in this episode the questions like define stress define you stress what causes our body wear and tear define strain does stress reside in the individual what is primary appraisal what is secondary appraisal mention two factors on which primary and secondary appraisals depend what are included in cognitive responses in what respect stresses which people experience vary mention psychological characteristics that are relevant to the experience of stress what are physical stresses what are environmental stresses what is psychological stress mention some important sources of psychological stress how is frustration caused mention three causes of frustration when conflict may occur how internal pressures are caused how social pressures are brought what is social stress mention any three examples of social stress mention some sources of stress what do you mean by hassles what are traumatic episodes i will also be talking about certain concepts which may cover answers to the questions which i am just talking about now explain the concept of stress give examples from daily life state the symptoms and sources of stress give an example of a life event which is likely to be stressful and suggest reasons why it is likely to cause different degrees of stress to the person experiencing it differentiate between primary appraisal and secondary appraisal hassles are one of the sources of stress explain discuss briefly traumatic events as a source of stress 
let's take up some examples examples like how stress is caused okay let me first tell you in a layman term what is stress so the distance between what i want to have in my life and what i already have in my life that causes stress like i may want to reach gurgaon maybe by 12 pm but i start from noida at 11ish thinking that in one hour i will reach to my bed i will find lot of traffic in the middle this simple event will give me stress because i want to be in gurgaon at 12 pm but there is lot of traffic ideally if i look at the location or geographical locality location then it's just one hour distance or maybe an hour and a half but the real life situation of traffic will definitely increase the time and this will create a kind of trauma state in me or maybe you want to have the first rank you prepare so well so hard you write your papers well but there's another child who is more intelligent or he prepares equal to you and writes in a better handwriting than you or his strategy of writing the paper is very strong he may get that first rank and you miss out that first rank with just one mark even this would give you stress so it's a very natural thing to have stress is something like an electricity it gives us energy increases human arousal and definitely affects performance if the electric current is too high it can fuse the bulb damage the appliances similarly a minimum amount of stress is important in life like if you will not be stressed you will not be working towards any of your goals forget about first rank you will not even clear your examination if there is no stress like before having maybe a dance performance or a relay race you need that energy you would use that energy to run the race or to perform better or at least to practice before coming for the final performance if there is no stress you'll keep on relaxing you'd believe okay the almighty will look after me uh, i already have everything all the resources in me that i need and you will never end up winning that race or getting praises at the dance performance so this minimum level of stress is a necessity in life this necessity or this stress we call it as u stress a kind of positive stress that helps us in achieving our goals and our visions it helps in performing better and managing minor crisis situations however this u stress has definitely a potential to convert into distress now what is this distress something like a strong high volt electricity 
now you know if there is you know we all of us know a minimum amount is required for the bulb to lighten up if i increase that electricity what will happen the blast correct similarly if our u stress increases and it comes to distress then the body may have a wear and tear so u stress is required distress is not wanted okay we can also have types of stress like positive stress or negative stress positive stress kind of u stress negative stress is a distress okay so when i do something constructive because of the stress it is positive if that stress gives destructive results that's distress destructive in my life and others around so let's look at the definition of stress as per your ncert books stress can be described as the pattern of responses an organism makes to stimulus event that disturbs the equilibrium and exceeds a person's ability to cope let me repeat it again slowly for all of you kind of pattern of responses that you and i an organism makes to a stimulus event like something in the environment that is disturbing my state of peace equilibrium and somehow i know i cannot cope with it right now i'm sitting in a himalaya nicely peacefully and all of a sudden the snow comes up now what will happen i'll be in stress the stress why because my peaceful state was sitting in himalayas nicely but an event of snowfall disturbs the space and now in order to be safe using the stress energy i'll start running to a place which will give me little coziness right so all that running and tension and sweating that will be a pattern of responses to the external stimulus which is snowfall and what did it do it disturbed my equilibrium and i knew i cannot cope up sitting there and you know enjoying the snow i can't do it do it that way as a human being unless of course i am a very renowned and reputed saint who can do a jump up onto the himalayas all right so let's understand the nature of stress stress as a word originates from the latin words strictus that means tight or narrow and stringer stringer means tighten so something that makes my muscles or something that makes me tightened up or my muscles narrowed up giving tightening feeling inside so internal feelings of tightness and constriction of the muscles and breathing this reports or this is being reported by many people who observe stress as a phenomena happening with them and let's understand now what are stressors stressors are events that cause our body to give 
the stress response something that gives me stress or the stimuli that gives me stress are called stressors these could be events like having noise crowdiness someone shouting at us or probably our body aching somewhere or the foot twisting while walking all of these could be stressors the buzzing of horns the ringing of alarm in the morning all of these are also stressors the reaction to external stressors is called strain many a times your question papers have this question define strain your answer would be the reaction to external stressors is called strain so let's understand the psychological meaning of stress it is something like cause internal state and result result is stress reaction that happens so what causes stress is internal or external stressor what happens within certain biological and psychological reactions leading to stress experience something like coping defense that you use and as a result you get a challenge to overcome or illness or strain hans selye the father of modern stress defined stress as non specific response of the body to any demand that is regardless of whatever causes the threat or stress in our life we will have a certain physiological pattern of reactions physiological means something in the body will change but there are some people who do not believe in the suggestions by sally they say that different stressors may produce different responses in individuals so stress is not a factor that resides in the individual or the environment instead it is embedded in an ongoing process that involves individuals transacting with their social and cultural environments making appraisals of those encounters and attempting to cope with the issue that arises what does this mean this suggests that stress is a dynamic or mental cognitive state that means if something happens in my environment i will definitely try to figure out my own perceptions and looking towards that event through my perception i will then respond accordingly how is that perception formed through the social and cultural environments in which an individual is raised up so because of this perception he will appraise those situations and try to cope up with that issue so the perception of stress depends upon the individual's cognitive appraisal of the events and the resources available to deal with them like for example let me take up an example of me creating podcast now i know there are so many listeners who want to listen to me who are waiting for me and of course i understand all of you have your board exams as well so this really gives me stress at times oh i'm not able to make it 
make the podcast. So what will I do? I will simply try to figure out my time, my place. Do I have the instruments for creating podcasts? Is my team still there who will edit it and upload it? And you know, it's not a simple process of making a podcast. Right from my mindset till the processing and the team coordination, editing and updation, it goes through all of this process. So simply, you know, maybe a stress. Okay, one of my very dear listener calls me and says, ma'am, please create the podcast. What will I do? A kind of stress and I'll see uh, how do I have the resources? Is my instrument still there with me or I'm traveling or do I have the time out of my schedule of therapies and uh, workshops and training programs? Do I have that time? Do I have that patience? Right? So I'll just figure out all of these resources and my time. If I find everything is falling in alignment, I will try to just set up and then start creating the podcast. But just in case I'm not available in the same town where my instruments are, what will happen? I'll be a bit more stressed and then I'll try to reason it out. Why is it that important to create podcast or other things may come up like, you know, it's okay, I'll go reach my place and then sit together with my instruments and start creating it, right? So those are my coping techniques. Either I'll figure out, do I have the resources? Some kind of cognitive analysis and perception will be in play when I talk about creating podcast. And slowly with this coping, my stress will reduce. Now, Lazarus and his colleagues talked about the stress process based upon the cognitive theory of stress. They say that an individual's response to a stressful situation largely depends upon the perceived events and how they are interpreted or appraised. He has very clearly distinguished between two types of appraisals. One is the primary appraisal. The other is the secondary appraisal. What is a primary appraisal? Let's understand this. This refers to the perception of a new or changing environment as positive, neutral or negative in its consequences. Like for example, moving to Delhi NCR for me was an important step. So I started evaluating whether this environment change will be beneficial or it will give me threat challenge or will be harmful in nature or I mean it will be like a similar situation. While secondary appraisal is the assessment of one's coping abilities and resources and whether they will be sufficient to meet the harm, threat or challenge of the event. Something, you know, living in a different city, away from the friends and the family. Yeah, that gives a kind of threat situation or a challenge. But understanding, okay, do I have the necessary resources? Where do I want to stay? Do I have enough clients here? Do I have enough work here? What will I do? You know, all these are secondary appraisals of the threat. The resources uh, of secondary appraisal could be mental, physical, personal or social. If someone has a positive attitude, health, skills and social support to deal with the crisis, this person will be less stressed 
So this two-level appraisal process suggests not only our cognitive and behavioral responses, but also our emotional and physiological responses to the external events. Like first thinking of moving to Deliencia and then, okay, what are the resources required for the potential threat? If these two steps, appraisals, are clear enough, then there will be less emotional outburst of mine, physiological responses will be less to the external events. I know internally I'll be stable types, okay? So let's understand the model again from figure 3.2. So stressors, these could be different types like environmental stressors, psychological stressors or social stressors. Dimensions, intensity, the duration, complexity, predictability, all of these dimensions we'll be discussing next. These types of stressors will finally, again, we'll have to compare and analyze with person's characteristics in terms of physiological that are physical health constitutional vulnerabilities, psychological, mental health, temperament, self-concept, cultural, what are the cultural definitions and meanings, expected response or style. And of course, we look towards the resources. Physical resources could be money, medical care, etc. Personal resources, skills, coping styles. Social resources would be support networks, professional help. Now, all these factors will help in appraising a stress level. So, stress appraisal will lead to physiological response, like in the body, what all shifts, behavioral response, what shows up in the behavior, emotional response, and also the cognitive response. So, that's a complete general model of stress process. And you need to know that these appraisals are very subjective in nature. Like for one person, it could be different. For another person, it could be entirely different situation. One important factor that helps in dealing with the stressful condition is the past experience. If something like this, you know, like moving to a new city, if I have already experienced the shift previously, like for example, I'm from Ajmer, my first city of movement was Jaipur and now I am in a different city, Delhi and Sia, right? So this movement, if I've already had an experience of moving to a new city, the next movement becomes easier for me. But if someone is there who is entirely moving the complete state without any thought process behind it or any experience behind it, then for him it will be little difficult. Another factor that decides upon the perception of stress is controllable. Whether you can control that situation, are you master of it or you won't be able to control it. Now someone who believes that he can control the onset of a negative situation or adverse consequences will have less amount of stress as compared to those who do not have such a personal sense of control on the situation. Like for example... Here, let me continue with my story itself. If I am self-confident or I find my efficacy that I can deal with any negative event, um, like maybe, you know, car puncture or um, some mishap, if I'm living in some kind of society or something, if I know I can easily deal with that, 
I can control that situation, my stress goes down. Stress for the potential threats. If there are people who are freshers, like who are youngsters, maybe in the age bracket of 18, 20, 25, their sense of control may be different. They may have a threatful situation then in the mind and stress will be more. So stress includes all those environmental and personal events which challenge or threaten the well-being of a person. The stressors can be environmental in this form of noise, air pollution, social, maybe with a, a kind of breakup with a friend or loneliness, or psychological conflict, frustration within the individual. Now let's understand the responses or the reactions to stressors. So what happens when we are in a stressful situation? We get physiological, behavioral, emotional as well as cognitive responses. At physiological level, the hypothalamus initiates action along with two pathways. The first is the autonomic nervous system. From here, the adrenaline gland releases large amount of catecholamines. Catecholamines include epinephrine and norepinephrine. This is released in large amount in the bloodstream. When this is released, it leads to a fight and flight response. So in all crisis situation, when the mind perceives the crisis, the autonomic nervous system releases epinephrine or epinephrine, giving us energy to fight with that situation or to run away from there. The second pathway involves pituitary gland. From the pituitary gland, corticosteroid or corticosol is secreted that provides the energy either to fight or to flight. When we talk about the emotional reactions to stress, then we may have heavy emotions like fear, anxiety, embarrassment, anger, depression, or even denial many a times. And denial, as we know, leads to anger. From denial to anger, then depression, negotiation, and final acceptance comes in. That again takes like stages of loss or, you know, stages of loss of expectation. All of that is followed in that route when denial is there. In terms of behavior, we respond in the form of virtually limitless, depending on the nature of stressful events. We may become confrontative, where we confront the stress, where we fight the stressor. Or we withdraw from the situation that is threatening. We take a flight. These are two general categories of behavioral responses. When we talk about cognitive response, then these include beliefs about the harm, threat, and even poses and belief about its causes and controllability. So we may have inability to concentrate, intrusive, repetitive, or morbid thoughts, or we are not able to decide well, a kind of cloudiness on the mind that may happen in terms of cognitive response to stress. Let's understand the stresses which people experience that may vary in terms of intensity. Intensity can be low intensity stress as per the perception of the people or high intensity stress. Duration could be short term or a long term one. Complexity, it can be little less complex or more complex. 
in terms of predictability it can be unexpected versus predictable if i find the stress is of low intensity i can easily cope well if it is short term that's fine either if it is more complex then more of stress hormones will be released if it is predictable then i am ready i am prepared to face any situation but it is if it is unexpected then i may end up being into more stress so the outcome of stress depends on the position of a particular stressful experience along with these dimensions psychological characteristics like mental health temperament self concept also influence the stress the cultural context in which we live determines the meaning of any event and defines the nature of response that is expected under various conditions like money social skills coping styles support networks all of these factors would definitely determine the appraisal of a given stressful situation so what could be the signs and symptoms of stress these may vary depending upon person to person and their cultural background and individual differences some signs may vary in their intensity some may vary in their predictability some with complexity so the upbringing of a person the personality of a person or the early experiences with stress all of this will de- decide how severe the stressful situation will be for a person some of us are aware of our patterns of stress responses and we can understand how deep is this problem going to be by nature and severity of our own symptoms or changes in behavior these symptoms of stress can happen you know either physically emotionally or it may show up in terms of our behavior the physical symptoms uh, may include like uh, feeling tired kind of jittery feeling restlessness within the body you know uh, breathlessness all of these are physiological symptoms the emotional symptoms can be you know uh, losing temperament early uh, like uh, if someone comes and talks to me and you know i start shouting on xyz issue or something that is out of control and uh, i don't understand how to have that control back i may lose my temper easily i may be having uh, emotional outbursts burst in front of others like crying outburst or not understanding where to go how to go uh, someone who can emotionally support me and yet i cannot find someone who could we can also have uh, behavioral issues like you know certain changes in behavior like you keep sleeping for long or you don't get up from the bed all of that can happen so let's talk about the types of stresses there are three major types of stresses physical and environmental psychological and social the physical stresses are something you know some change in the environment that may cause up some state of change in our own body we feel strained when we do lot of physical work lack of nutritious diet is there sleep issues we don't sleep well we suffer an injury or there is no enough rest environmental stresses they are like you know something in my surrounding that gives kind of stressful situation to me these could be pollution crowding noise heat of summer winter cold and so on another group of environmental stresses they come from catastrophic events like fire 
earthquake tsunami floods all of that also leaves a psychological impact later but these are included in physical and environmental stresses the second type of stress is the psychological stress these are the stressors uh, we ourselves generate in our own minds if you've heard of my previous uh, podcast episodes then you may be knowing how the conscious mind thinks overthinks reasons analyzes and starts the overthinking over and over again so this generally happens because of that part of our mind which makes us think a lot and uh, then there is a kind of a cobweb of negativity created in our own minds we worry about the problems and the anxiety comes up and then we become depressed that's the cycle some of the psychological stresses are frustration conflicts internal and social pressures talking about frustration it results from the blocking of needs and motives by something or someone that hinders us from achieving a desired goal now for example um, i want to hold a workshop and somebody is there who is uh, probably uh, a competitor or a supporter or a friend that same person is also having the same workshop on the same dates in the same region now all of this will make me think oh so and so person is having the same workshop on the same dates the participants will be divided now this may end up giving frustration to me so basically it's it's just like um, i want to have something but there is someone or some things those are uh, stopping my progress my desired goals that's frustration so things like um, social discrimination interpersonal hurt low grades in school all of this may land up or end up into frustration conflict is something that occurs between two or more incompatible needs or motives like for example should i study geography or psychology or should i study arts or science now you know uh, this is a very sweet example of one of the recent uh, career counseling workshops that i had taken up so the child uh, asked me ma'am what if i want to take uh, both the fields like the person wanted to take up uh, psychology as well as uh, maths and biology or you know of course psychology can go well with science but then subjects that have a clash like you you want to take a fine arts and then you want to uh, study engineering uh, both of the, those may not go together so that situation may give a conflict in your mind um situations like um you want to take up a job or study full time uh, this also may give you a kind of conflicting situation conflict uh, itself is of three four types like approach 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 avoidance 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 you know multiple approach avoidance so maybe later um sometime in some other chapter i'll be talking about um, these different types of conflicts but then yeah so all of these conflicts may happen and it's beautiful to you know see a person into a conflicting situation and when i suggest certain techniques they just come out from the conflict and you know it's it's really beautiful to see that confidence that some smile onto their faces when they overcome the conflicts now coming to the next point which is uh, internal social pressures let's understand what are internal pressures um they they are a certain kind of situations where we feel pressurized from our own selves they stem from beliefs based upon expectations from inside to ourselves such as 
I must do everything perfectly or I need to be the perfect human being, the perfect being on earth, the best trainer or best student of the year. The demand that I'm putting onto my own self. And this this may give us uh, some kind of pressure situation where we may not uh, be in a calm zone and study well. And um, of course, in that situation, you will not be getting that first rank for sure. So that must and should, you need to come out of these two words. Many of us, you know, we, we set goals that are unrealistic in nature. Like somebody wants to become a president of America. What if uh, Indians are not allowed allowed in America? They're not given jobs in America. They're not given the citizenship of America. You can't be an American president like that. So these are unrealistic goals. The social pressures uh, are from... Um, people or near and dear ones who are around us who uh, give us excessive demands like uh, you must um, be the best student or you must be very respectful to everyone in the world be it you know the other person is your senior and uh, does things that you don't appreciate there could be people with whom you face a lot of interpersonal difficulties a kind of personality clash perceptual clashes uh, individual differences and then a clash happens so these uh, may give you social pressures. Talking about social stress, these are induced externally and are the results from our interaction with other people. Events like uh, death of a near and dear one, illness in the family, some kind of strained relationship, trouble with the neighbors are some of the examples of social stresses. Again, they may vary person to person. Uh, like, for example, you know, there are two types of people, introverts and extrovert. An introvert may not uh, be very happy attending a wedding or a party or simply by boozing around with people. But an extrovert would love all of that. So again, it depends upon the individual differences of people, uh, how we take up these kind of social stresses. Uh, the next topic for this episode is sources of stress. Now, under sources of stress, there are three types of sources majorly that are mentioned in the book. Life events, daily hassles and traumatic events. Now, life events could be, you know, a major uh, event like um, a breakup, unpredictable one, uh, moving to a new apartment or a house, a new city, new place, you know, big, small, sudden, gradual, all of that comes under life events. Okay, so giving a birth to a baby or marrying uh, someone you know or uh, someone whom you don't know like in a range system in india we have a lot of arranged marriages all of that can give you you know stress a kind of stress that disturbs the equilibrium that you are thriving in and of course you know if these are your stressors then what may happen effects maybe in the next episode i'll be talking about the effects of stress on psychological functioning and health and you would understand what happens of course in life event death of a loved one is also a kind of life event a change now let's understand hassles now what are these hassles um some daily routine task where uh, the surroundings are noisy you have to travel or commute from one place to another neighbors that are quarrelsome electricity issue water shortage maid not coming up cook uh, taking leave, traffic, 
you know your colleagues not understanding you so these are like routine daily task where uh, all of these things come under the hassles of life they also give us um, tension stress em- daily emergencies like a housewife may experience or someone at the job may experience you know the peon not listening for a cup of coffee for example so these are the daily uh, hassles and um, the more stress uh, people report as a result of daily hassle the poorer is their psychological well being the third one is traumatic events now traumatic events could be a road accident fire train robbery earthquake tsunami any of these situations that give a trauma or trauma has a beginning and an end so you know in that duration you are really troubled anxious Uh, after the traumatic event you know the flashbacks may come up uh, the same scenes may repeat over and over again in your dreams or your intrusive thoughts you may face a certain uh, traumatic relationship once the relationship ends you are in that zone like you may t- take a year or two to completely overcome that breakup of the relationships that was having a strain if um, you find the trauma playing on your mind over and over again i would suggest immediate professional help rather than relying upon your near and dear ones who may just listen to you and not give you a professional hand holding so this was all about um, this first episode of meeting life challenges let me summarize it for you in this episode i talked about the nature of stress uh there are two types of stresses you stress distress i explain the definition of stress strictus these two words stringer and strictus from where stress came up stress uh, as non specific same physiological pattern of reactions by any demand this was given by hanseli who's known as the father of modern stress i also talked about the dynamic or mental cognitive state homeostasis the high stress situations and low stress situations uh the reaction to any uh, external stressor is called strain and of course um, i spoke about the cognitive theory by lazarus where he talks about perception of stress depends upon two things individuals cognitive appraisal of events and the resources available to deal with them the primary appraisal when we understand how is the situation that you are into is it positive negative or neutral for negative events harm uh, harm is a damage that is done already threat is a possible future damage challenge where confident expectations of the ability to cope with the stressful events overcome and profit happens if the event is perceived as stressful and negative then secondary appraisal happens where you look for mental physical personal and social resources other factors that may uh, affect stress are your subjective appraisals that depends upon past experiences the controllable factors of stress stressors whether they are environmental social psychological the dimensions of stress of course uh, intensity duration complexity predictability person's characteristics like physiological strength is it poor health or weakness the psychological characteristics where we consider mental health self concepts temperament resources money 
social skills, coping styles, support networks. I then discussed about types of stresses, physical and environmental stresses, psychological in which we talked about frustration and conflict, the internal pressures, social pressures and finally the social stress and where it comes from. The stress reactions after stress um, comes from physiological changes. What happens is uh, the arousal of hypothalamus is there leading to adrenal gland releasing catecholamines which are epinephrine and norepinephrine that gives us fight or flight response. The pituitary gland uh, is the second pathway uh, from hypothalamus that releases corticosteroids often known as cortisols energy they give us to either fight or flight. Emotional negative emotions we get and the behavioral impact is fight or flight. Cognitive Reaction is where we are in a state where we are unable to concentrate. Intrusive, repetitive and morbid thoughts happen. Under sources of stress, I talked about life events, hassles and traumatic events. I'll see you next for effects of stress on psychological functioning and health. Till then, take care. See you. Sayonara. Sayonara.